No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. All-Star Weekend in Chicago. Podcast-specific All-Star Weekend. We're going to touch on some other things, but a majority will be the All-Star game. Big Nick the Quick, you excited for the for the weekend? Yeah, yeah, it should be good, man. It's a good, uh, good chance to showcase the city. Uh, Remember, you said crazy. That- Remember, you huh? said you'd rather do a Super Bowl than an All-Star oh. game, so... Don't get too excited. To to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely for me to go to for sure. But I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna go to any game or anything like that. But I might go check out. I might go check out some of these vendor events. You know, I think it's always cool when you get some of the vendors to come in. They'll be bringing some of the new products. I know JBL was doing something downtown, so I might check out a little bit of that. You know, see what it's looking like. Unless it's like dummy cold, and I'm not, you know, I'm not coming out the crib. But I told you last night, though, man. Generally, I came up, I came up with my theory. You know what I mean? I think there's only three places that should host events. Like, that's it. Super Bowl, All-Star Game. Like, whatever it's going to be. If you if your event has to be off-site, it's not like the World Series or the NBA Finals where you're playing in home arenas. Um, New Orleans, Miami, Vegas. That's it. L.A. And not even L.A. because it's too spread out. There's too much. You know what I'm saying? You could be going to LA, but you could be in one of like 40 different places. You know, you've been out there. There's yeah, like yeah, 40 different places you can go. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, it needs to be somewhere where it's somewhat central. Like that's a cool thing about, um, or somewhere where you can just be like dropped and you know, you're good wherever like South beach. Look, look, drop me on South beach. I'm good to go anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I take a left. I take a right. Like it's cracking new Orleans. What's understood doesn't even have to be explained. You know what I'm saying? Literally, Drop parachute me into New Orleans and you're going to find something to do for two or three days. And Vegas is Vegas. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The weather is always going to be cracking. Again, I know you don't like to talk about the weather, but like it's going to be trash for people tomorrow when they get in. It's like people negative are five. Soft, bro. I'm not trying bro, to but I'm that saying, shit. But if you come, but I'm saying, let's say you're not from Chicago, right? You're used to it. You can deal with it. But you're like, okay, I'm going to take my girl to All-Star Weekend or I'm a player that's not playing the game. I'm bringing my family. Cool. We want to go to the Bean. We want to walk down Michigan Avenue. We want to do all that stuff. It's fucking five degrees and snowing. Uh, listen, we're about to talk about the All-Star game for the next probably 40 minutes. We're going to talk weekend activities, NBA All-Star. We're going to pick We're gonna pick our skill winners, our three-point winner, our dunk contest winner. And then we're going to get into some NBA storylines, the most underrated surprise or story. The most We're going to talk about the biggest sup- underrated surprise storyline at the NBA All-Star break. So, obviously, there's your big major headlines. We're going to try to give some stuff, some attention, some storylines that haven't been talked about too much. We're going to try to shed some light on those. We're going to do the biggest surprise and the biggest disappointment. Once we move off the NBA, we're going to talk the MLB. The Astros are talking to the press, and it went about as well as I thought it would. When you're, when you're, when hey, you're, bro, you're not being serious, right? No, no, but no, I'm saying when you're, <laughs> when no, I am because when you're caught red-handed, 
there's not really if if you're gonna hold the line of like it's not really that big a deal and we didn't really do anything, that's the best it's gonna go. Unless oh, you're man. gonna come out and clean your hands with it and be like, yeah, we did this, we did that. This is how we feel. I mean, it's not gonna go any better than that when you keep lying and spitting in people's faces. That's yeah, it. I, that's that's as good as I it's dis- gonna I, go. I, I disagree on that. We'll All right, talk, well, we'll, talk about, we'll that. talk about that. We're gonna talk. <laughs> our boy, thirty for thirty, Jameis Winston went and got LASIK eye surgery. That that is, man. we gotta. I think that's hilarious. Now he's gonna be able to see those W's before he eats them. <laughs> Exactly right. And then we're going to close it out with some questions. And uh, then we'll cruise in the All-Star break. Start kicking it. Start drinking right now. Yeah. But back to what you were saying. Listen. It's not fucking hot everywhere, man. Period. If you can't deal with the cold, if if it's that bad, then stay your ass in in New Orleans, bro. Stay your ass in Miami with the Hurricanes. Stay your ass in L.A. with the earthquakes. That's the only thing we got to deal with that is cold here. Man. Uh, we ain't got to worry about no hurricanes. I ain't got to worry about no earthquakes. I don't have to worry about uh, no forest fires. I don't got to worry about none of that those shit. Shits, those shits are few and far between, man. Winter no, is, they're not. Winter is, winter is Boy, it's a hurricane. It's, 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 what? It's but, a whole season. Hurricane okay. season. But it just doesn't need to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, if you're going to do those things, it's those the things are... Hoops. Those yeah, it does. Those, situ- those situations are ideal. I don't even look. I don't even think New York City should have it. When they had the Super Bowl in New York, I thought it was dumb. And you can get into a million things over there. I'm just saying, man. People want to go where it's warm for something like this. You want to go where hey, it's warm. I bet warm. you the building sold I out. To, I bet hey, you nobody missing no money. Oh, absolutely. Bro, All right, so then be good. Then. It's gonna be great. Listen, here's the thing. Next year is an Indy, which Indy's an underrated city. Indy's no, it's you know, not. The, no, it's, Indy's Indy, solid, bro. Indy rated, Indy. Indy, Indianapolis this rated right, in Indy. Indianapolis this, okay. rated right where it should there's be. Shit, there's shit to do in Indy. They have, they're used to hosting events. They do the Big Ten shit every year. Like, they can handle some shit. Then the year after that, it's in Cleveland. That, to me, is crazy. I don't know how Cleveland gets an all-star game. Yeah, me neither. I don't know how they get an all-star game. Sounds, I enjoyed my couple of days in Cleveland, but look, man. That's I'm talking like a, about all-star weekend. Like, I don't know if they have the infrastructure. That sounds like, you know like, like, sound like a backroom deal to me. Yeah, that's a real, yeah, that's that's Dan Gilbert was like, hey, look, man, we gave you all LeBron all them years, man. We need we need, uh, you need to pay that back. We that's that not money. like a, a FIFA World Cup Qatar yeah. deal to me. Like, again, I can understand Indy because <laughs> Indy, hosts, Indy hosts shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't ever hear about anything being hosted in Cleveland. Yeah, that sounds so, that, that sound like yeah, a backroom deal. And, and then I think they go to Utah. They might go to Utah in between Indy and Cleveland. Which, no, no, whatever. it's Indy, can, it's Indy, Cleveland, Salt Lake. After that, you can't and you can't even drink in Utah. So why would you? I understand, like it's nice looking and everything like that, but you can't drink out there. So what's the deal? I don't as, get it. As, yeah, I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm I'm good. Hey, hey, Vegas, New Orleans. You can do it in New Orleans every year for all I care. And the Utah Jazz don't. The Utah Jazz fans don't deserve anything nice. They don't deserve anything. <laughs> New Orleans, man. And go ahead and say we book us for New Orleans every year. We're the, good to go. The Jazz build a, fans don't build, build an All Star Arena out there. Build an All Star Arena out there, right, <laughs> off, right in the French Quarter. You know it's going to be cracking. They don't even have to prepare for it. It's just another weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like no one ever complains about Super Bowl in New Orleans and none of that shit. They're all like, yeah, it's great. The Mercedes All Star All Star Game venue, bro, bro. The food, you got the food, you got the drink, you got the strip clubs. Like what? What else do you need? The infrastructure. 
What's the most important <laughs> thing for you when you're visiting a city? Is it the grub? Is it the vibe? Is it the grub. people? Is it what is it? It's the food. Grub, yeah, grub. Because I feel like food is like, because like you want to explore and like, but as you're exploring, like your ultimate destination is to eat something. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like the food's got to be on point. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than when you go visit a city and the food is trash. Yeah, that's true. That's for me. Like you can find drink, you can find other stuff, you know, but the food's got to be You can only got to be like a food scene. Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the vibe and and the, the atmosphere and like the style of this city more. I I do like to grub, but if you've ever been to London, yeah. It's terrible. Oh my god, dog. The food is so trash. But I've been multi- but I've been multiple yeah. times, right? So I I like London. I like the city. I like the people. I like what they got going on, the culture, the style, all that stuff. So I I, I could get over the food. But, yeah, I'm more going for for a vibe and and just to see how the city moves and the nightlife and how they get down. I I, I could get over the food. But, yeah, I I hear you. Yeah, it's hard for me to get over. It's funny you mentioned London, like, as I'm kind of, like, planning my, my Euro trip. Like, I was thinking, like, I really want to go to London for the sightseeing and all that, like, in the history and, like, all that. I just, I don't know if I, how, how long I can be in a city with whack food. It's, like, universal. Like, for the past 15 years of people going to London in my life, have all told me, like, yeah, the food is just trash. No like, I've never shit. heard. Like, I, I think you London. can get fine dining. Like, I'm sure you can get some fine dining because it's a world-class city. But, like, the day-to-day food is, like, ass. And I just hear, I don't even hear, like, yo, it's just, like, trash. Yeah, it's pretty whack. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? But then people like, yo, I went to Spain. I had this. I went to Italy. I had this. I went to France. I had this. Like, yeah, food is, food is, because again, man, I can find the nightlife, bro. I don't, you know what I'm saying? If I'm it's going to a big city. Everywhere. Yeah, if I'm going to a city, you sometimes can find the bars and the nightlife. Though. I mean, sometimes it's, it's trash. Depending on what you want to do, you might not be able to find all flavors, but. Like, I'm not visiting, like, an off-brand city, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go to them for work. Many an off-brand city for work. Um, but, like, if I'm going, I'm a big, I'm an architecture guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big city dude. Like, my trips that I take are going to big cities. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm, I'm so, like, big city very guy, rarely man. am I going to be in a big city and there's in a place that's not going to have food just because I'm not going to some, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really a back-of-the-roads type traveler. I need to be around the people. Like, I thrive. So, like, yeah, you ask, like, the vibe and shit. Like, yeah, I love an urban type, you know, looking at the architecture. That's why I love Chicago, man. Downtown Chicago is everything. I still, still, still walking through downtown. It's like, yo, that's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still, I still get that vibe. If you don't spend some more time downtown and just take it in, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it for a minute. Absolutely. Because you go to other cities, it's not like that. Trust me. Go to downtown Phoenix. Shit looks like downtown Naperville. (laughs) Yes, fair enough. Before before we get into these uh the State Farm Saturday night, what's the what are what are you looking forward to most and then we'll we'll get into our picks and that type of stuff. For the whole weekend, what do you look forward to when it, when 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 you know All-Star weekend is coming up? Is it the game? Is it is it the challenges? Is it the celebrity stuff? Is it's it the, the celebrity. celebrity it's, the, it's the people stuff. It's the who's there like, you know, the vibe kind of like is everybody having a good time? The show, like the I don't, show, the I don't, spectacle. yeah, the the spectacle of it all, man. Like I think it's it's the NBA's chance to kind of showcase some stuff, and like, yeah, I'm there more for that. I don't care about 
you know, the dunk contest or the three point as far as like watching it, like the you know, the competitiveness of it. Like it's cool if it's competitive. Um, but you know, I think the new game format will be decent. I'm excited to see that. It's you know, I'm I'm all for a change if shit is stale and that shit was super stale. So yeah, I regardless agree. of how you feel about the change, you know what I'm saying? It's it's worth a change. The spectacle of it is is up there. I enjoy I always enjoy Saturday night because I just think that's part of the spectacle. It's just yes. fun to see guys compete against each other individually and it's not a, a, a team-oriented game. The last thing I look forward to is the game, especially because it's Sunday night. I'm usually it's, already yeah. dead. And I'm it's good. Like, ah, yeah, I'll watch it, but yeah, it's uh, it's the spectacle that I, I agree with you on that. You know what I like about Saturday night, too? It also, like, it, Saturday night shows you kind of the hierarchy in the league, like, based on where they're sitting. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, if you have that cream <laughs> of the crop, you're up front. You know what I'm saying? You start... Going a few rows back, it's like, oh, okay, all right. There's a, uh, there's, I don't know, you know, your mid level player. And it's funny because you'll you know, see <laughs> Demar Derozan's in the fifth row. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and, and it's funny because you'll see like the big time guys who they really rock with. That's not a big time superstar note. Like, oh yeah, you'll, exactly. You'll see like. For example, Eric Bledsoe is always in the front. Eric Bledsoe is right. the front row like, guy. He's everybody clutch loves, yeah, he's clutch. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, you're in a front row player, but we're gonna put you in the front. Yo, my guy that uh, my guy that reps, John Morant was saying that you know, like you get to move freely, you know, whatever. And uh, for the weekend, and he he said the NBA was trying to get Ja to stay for the slam dunk contest and sit courtside and you know get him involved, you know, rookie of the year. And he, yeah. de- and he decided to he's gonna go hang out with some of his buddies and take a little time off. But I thought yeah. that was interesting. It's like, yo, you yeah, like don't think that's an accident when you see the no. camera on someone or someone sitting here, someone sitting there. They're definitely like, yo, I'm gonna tell you this, Chris Middleton. Oh, chance. If, if if he wasn't if he wasn't he's in the skills <laughs> contest, but like, yo, you're not gonna see yeah. that guy sitting front row at the dunk contest. You just not and he's made happen. three straight All Star games. Yes, like, it's just not gonna yeah. happen, bro. That's why one year I saw Aaron Gordon sitting up front, and I was like flabbergasted because I'm like Aaron Gordon, and this was like three or four years ago. It's not like he's even good now, but he was just up there, and I'm like, why is who did you know what I'm saying? Like, who's his agent? How did this happen? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like, you can't. You can't really buy that ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for a long time, it was D-Wade, Chris Paul, LeBron, and Melo. Oh, man. It you know was. I mean? It's always has those generations when it yeah. used to be Shaq and KG. and You know what I mean? But I think now we're in that kind of that passing, you know, that passing of the torch. So who is, who's that next generation? You know what I'm saying? Is it the Giannis type thing? But he, does, he doesn't seem like he kicks it with dudes. No, you know that, what I mean? that's like, what they say. Not. He doesn't kick like he kind of like D Rose. Like, nah, I don't really. I'm good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over here. I don't like the whole spectacle. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be interesting to see that. I think that's always cool. But I like. I like it, man. Like, it's whatever. just fun, man. It's just fun, man. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Dog. So it's cool. Who do you yeah. got in the in the skills contest? Let me let me give you the rundown of who's in it. Taco Bell skills challenge. We got Sabonis, Dinwiddie, Siakam, Adebayo. Gilgis Alexander, Middleton, Beverly, and Tatum. Tatum is your reigning champion. Do you remember what happened yeah. last year? No, I don't. Bro, him and Trey Young. Obviously, Trey Young is like, you, you think he's going to run away with it, right? He comes out of the yeah. gate super crazy. They both hit their first pass. Trey throws like an outlet pass to himself for the layup. 
comes back down to shoot the three. Tatum did. He Tatum was way behind, and as he was running up, Tatum threw the half quarter up and banked it in before before uh, Trey could shoot the three. Because you only have to hit a three, but Tatum was so behind, he fired up the half quarter and it went in. So Jason Tatum is your reigning champ. <clears throat> yeah. Who do, you, who do you got? I like Tatum. Really? Why? I think he, you know how I feel about Tatum, man. Tatum offensively, I mean, even he's a good defender too. Tatum's the whole package. Like I think last year, you know, was it was the Kyrie situation threw them off, but Tatum's the whole package, man. So and what you have to do for the skills competition, you know, um, the whole pass, dribble, shoot thing. I think that he he's got the whole package. He's the the best at all, of all three of those when you put it all together for these guys. But don't sleep on Dinwiddie. Mm, Dinwiddie's not a bad pick. Yeah, I like I like I, Dinwiddie's my sleeper, but uh, Tatum. I'm going Jason Tatum. You know what? I, I would have went with D Rose. I think it's a shame. Yeah, he, I would have. I would have tried it, though, right? Didn't they to try to get him in? Well, he was hurt. He was hurt. He came back yesterday, but he was hurt. Yeah, I think. But I think he could have done it if he wanted to. I think he he turned it down. But well, he was in it. He was in it. He he yeah he he backed out. Oh, he out. was initially in it. Yeah, he was in it up until a week. Oh, yeah, you're he, right. missed, he missed the last seven games when he came back last yeah, night. Yeah, and they put in Shea. You're right. Yeah, they put in Shea. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he had to do it. He was. Yeah. I forgot so about I think, that. I think he's hurt. Yeah. So if he's hurt and he's not in good shape, he's not going to embarrass himself. Right. 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 All right. Let yeah, me so. let me give you my. I'm going to go through each got? one and tell you why okay. they're not going to win it, and then I'll give I'll, I'll give you my pick. All right. Sabonis, he's not going to win it because he's Sabonis. Big dudes have have done pretty well, but he's not the big guy. He's not like a Giannis type that's super athletic and and, and can is agile as one of the big guys that have won it in the past. So Sabonis is not going to win it. If he, was Arvita, if he was Arvita Sabonis, he would have won that. Yo, time. his dad was crazy. His dad was a monster. His dad had the boy was just skilled. <laughs> Uh, so he used to smoke like two packs a day too. Shout out Arvita Sabonis. <laughs> Arvita Sabonis. Shout out. Yeah, that's a legend. Legend. Dinwiddie has a shot, but I don't know, man. I, I'm just I can't pick I can't pick Dinwiddie just because I'm not. I just yeah. I don't, I don't think he's gonna win. So that's that's my I just whatever. I'm not going with Dinwiddie. Siakam NBA champ. He's not gonna be locked in on the skills challenge like that. In my opinion, I don't care. Bam Adebayo, he could go in there and try, but he's not a disher like that. One of the biggest things you need to be able to do is is, is hit that pass. Yeah. And that's where I think he might have a little trouble. Now, Pat Beverly, look, this guy, <laughs> Pat going to be too hyped up to be in Chicago. He's going to be yeah. too angry. They had to put him in there. He's from the city. He, he's going to be too angry <laughs> just because he's angry. And he yeah. can't shoot the rock, so he's, he's definitely not at all. he might he's gonna get eliminated in the first round. I'm gonna tell you that yeah, right now. Pat yeah, Bev, for sure. Pat Bev gonna go up there dribbling the ball hard as shit. You know, he got about five hundred tickets on deck though. Right. Oh, Pat Bev, people gonna be in there. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. The whole the whole yeah, whole hood's gonna be there for Pat Bev. Pat Bev not gonna win it though. <laughs> Jason Tatum won last year. He's not motivated like that. He's gonna be chilling out, hanging out with the boys, the spectacle of it all. He might try to he might throw it just so he he can be finished in the first two rounds, right? Who Tatum? Yeah, Tatum. Oh man. My he God. won last year. He's not going back to back, bro. Stop it. Then we have Shea, Gilgis Alexander, and then Chris Middleton. Shea has a real shot to win it. Young dude. 
I don't know if this is his first activity in the All Star game. I don't know if he's done a skills challenge or he he was probably in last year. He, he was a rookie last year. He yeah, might have been the All Star. He might have been on like the Rising the game, Stars yeah. or whatever. Right? <laughs> USA, he'll be, he'll be, he'll USA be in the game next World. year. Yeah, he he'll will be in the game. Year. He's a problem. Yes. He's gonna be. He's really good. Major issue. He's a late ad, so he he has a real good shot to win it. But I'm gonna go with Chris Middleton. Ugly ass oh, Chris Middleton is gonna win. It. Ugly, Captain Ugly. He can handle the ball just enough. <coughs> he been passing to Giannis the last two years, so his passing <laughs> shit tight. <laughs> you feel me? His chest pass game is solid. <laughs> By the solid as it comes, and he's up there top of the league at like forty three percent from three. So he'll be able to he'll be able to knock it down. He can shoot it. So he's shooting. He's shooting 44% from three this year. Yeah, 50-44, yeah. Yeah, crazy. so he he, he can let it yeah. go. So I'm going to go with Chris Middleton for the for the skills. You know what's crazy? Because I was looking up his numbers as you were talking about him. This tells you how good Milwaukee is. He's playing 29 minutes a game. Craziness. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're done. No fourth quarter. Like, you're good. We don't even need to. So, they, like, they're load managing in the season. That's crazy. Yeah, they're it's a major. It's a major problem. They're a major problem. They they can really make. Look, Giannis noise. is playing thirty minutes a game. Like if Giannis was playing thirty six minutes a game, he might be putting up forty and seventeen. Who's gonna stick him in the finals? They're gonna win the nobody. East. There's not. A, there's nobody alive. Who's who can stick him in the NBA? What you mean? The, the Raptors locked him up last year. You don't remember? Yeah, but that's that's fine, man. Every year, well, for him is, is what another, you mean is fine. Step. Every year is another step. So you well, saying they're gonna win the title then? Here's what I'm saying about Giannis. I don't think I've ever seen a. I've never I seen a get player. You to commit to that? I've never seen. No, you can't. I don't because <laughs> after watching and I, and I tweeted out yesterday, but I, I said it like that. That that one two combo of Bron and AD, if they stay healthy, Man, I just don't understand how you can defend it. Stupid. Like there's no there's they, they can just pick and roll you to death. If AD's hitting threes like he was last night, like just forget about it. Like it's a wrap. You cannot defend that. And LeBron is still LeBron, and then some. But uh, with Giannis, I've never seen a player year to year like get that much better. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's getting exponentially better every year. You know what I mean? Like if you ever think of a guy that just keeps getting better, 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 better like that, like he's better than last year and he won the MVP. Yeah, I mean, it's like listen it's, to look, it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see. 6.8 points first year, 6.8, then 12.7, 17, 23, 27, 28, 30. <laughs> like, well, it's just getting better. Yeah, no, I mean. He's just getting better. And like, that's that's the, kinda, to go back to what you were saying, like, yeah, he doesn't want to team up with anybody. Build the team around me, I'll get you a title. That's his attitude. And they put a good team around him. Absolutely. Man, crazy how good or I say it all the time, but it's just crazy how good organizations work, huh? I wonder what those look like. I haven't seen one in a long time anywhere in this town. Man, I wish I could commit to them winning the title, but I, man, they're they're tough, dog. <laughs> they are tough. We've been talking about them every dude, every night. They win by twenty points, yeah. home or away. Easy, so, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's uh, they're tough. They're tough, no doubt. Um. All right, what do we got? Three point. Slam dunk. Three point. Three, three, three point. point. Yeah, you know the you know the dunk is the is the it's the granddaddy. That's the last one. The three point. <laughs> Yo, 
Before you get into it, I'm going to tell you this. The three-point is loaded with flamethrowers, bro. Yes. I mean, f- flamethrowers. You want me to go through the list real quick? No, I got it right here. Yeah, got go, go, go ahead. No, no, go yeah, ahead. Let other people here. No, no, so go I got, ahead. I got, Read through. We got, Dave, we got my man David Bertans. Fireball. Off the Wizards, who's a fireball. Yeah, he's what? having a good year. They're what? terrible, but he's a great shooter. Uh, your favorite player, Devin Booker. He just backed his way into the All-Star game on Sunday. Fireball. Um, shout out to him. Win some ball games. Devontae Graham having a great year. <laughs> having a great year with the Hornets. Devontae Graham is nice. Nice in college. Nice in the league. Dude, I Joe saw Harris. Him, I saw Devontae Graham uh, during the combine out here. Yeah. He was walking down the street and real low key. And uh, regular, regular I, gave him the no- I gave him the nod. Like, he didn't have his fro out. Remember, he used to rock the big fro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had it, 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 he, it was like right when he braided it up and kept it low. I was like, yo, good luck this year, whatever, whatever. He gave me like the nod and shit. So, yeah, I, I rock with Devontae. Yeah, shout out Devontae Graham. Joe Harris is my pick. Fireball. Fireball. Um, Buddy Hill. Obvious uh, fireball. Cornball. Yeah. Corny. He got, he got his ball, money, though. Cornball. All that posture. Cornball with a fireball. Money. Uh, shout out Zach Levine. He might just come out mad and win it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson, who's Duncan Robinson, another product of the system out there in Miami. They just he just finds dudes. Him and Masai just find basketball players. Um, and it goes without saying, Trey Young, Mr. Greenlight. I was watching the other night. Greenest light. I, I tweeted out greenest light since Marshall Henderson. <laughs> the light, the light is. He, he, he could pull up from the other team's three point line, and the coach wouldn't even say. I guarantee you, no one bad eye, bro. The, he just pulls up. The new age NBA <laughs> is built for Trey Young. Yeah, he his timing couldn't have been any better. Right. Who you got? Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Yeah, set shooter. You know what I mean? I think this this is his this is another his. another guy that would get he'd be a multiple time winner then. Yeah. Then he won last year, right? I think he did win last year. I know last year or the year before. Yeah. Double check that. But I was gonna go Dame this year. If he was still in it, I, I can't see him not winning. The way he's been fighting <laughs> and his competitive streak, I, I, I was gonna go with Dame. But let me go through it. Devontae Graham, good player. He can't shoot it like these other guys. No. These other guys, this is all they do is fire. Devontae Graham got a more overall game. Like, these other guys are just snipers. Yep. Zach Levine is not going to win it because he's not a sniper like that. And I think he's the type of dude where he's going to really, really go out and try to win it. And it's going to be that. That's. I'm not going to say that's not how you win the three point, but it. it, it the less pressure, the more casual just go out there and try to get him up is the guy that's going to win. In my and, and he's a rhythm shooter. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's those set, this is a set, you know, set shooters who can grab it off the rack and let it fly. Right. Yeah, he's on. Buddy Heald, I, man, I went to the Final Four when Buddy Heald got his doors blown off. So that, <laughs> It's not a, he not was, a believer. He was a, he was a killer in college. I'm just not a believer in Buddy Heald. He's been playing all right, but I'm just not a believer, and I think he's corny. So I'm not rocking with Buddy Heald. Um, Joe Harris, I'm not going with him just because he already won it, but he, he could de- – It was last year. Yeah, he's not going back-to-back, back, bro. He's going to chill. He, he not – I guess I guess he could might want to defend his title crazy, but look, he's got the dummy torch. I'm gonna say this, bro. He this, shot 47 percent from three last year. Yeah, stupid torch. This, this is, is this is gonna be 
you're going to see some crazy high scores. Like the the, the people that win it, they're gonna you're gonna be shocked at like the numbers that they're. I don't even. How does it go nowadays anyway? Is it like multi? Isn't it like multiple money balls yeah. and shit? Yeah, there's multiple. There's a money ball rack. Yeah, it's money ball rack, and you so can you put it wherever you want, and you get that money right. ball rack. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, Joe could win it, but I'm not picking him. Trey Young could obviously win it just because he has one of the wettest jumpers on here. Steph if I'm Trey Young, I'm moving it back a few feet. He loves. He loves. <laughs> lo- he's stupid. I, don't I wonder know, if you can do that. You probably could, right? Uh, could you just move said, your racks back? I forget what the number, what where the distance was. It was something like three or four feet from behind the arc. He's shooting like thirty-five percent from back there. You know what I mean? From like pretty much from long bomb territory, he's shooting like thirty-five, thirty-six percent. Like yeah, he, he's he got, he's, the, he got that thing, dummy. Yeah. Bertans, I've Shooter. seen I've seen him a couple times this year go on some streaks. Shooter, where like he's coming off of down screens and pulling up, and his shit is water. What? Like not like when he lets it go, you already like hey, that's cash, bro. Like forty two percent. Like I don't Good. care, right? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Bertans or Duncan Robinson. I can't pick between the two. Shout out Duncan Robinson. Yo, we're going to come back to him. I got some things I got to say about him. This boy, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, yeah, there's. if oh, you just told oh. me this guy was starting, was going to start for the Heat year two and play start almost every game for the Heat in his second year out of Michigan, shooting, no way, shooting bro. 40, shooting 44%. Yeah, No yeah, shot. Yeah, dude, Pat Riley. Stop. System. Stop it. He was not even like that at Michigan. Cut it out. No, not even. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Duncan Robinson or Bertans. If I have to pick one, I'm going to go Bertans just because I like Cuz. And he he actually kind of plays angry, too. And he's got a fireball. And he's playing in Washington. He doesn't really give a fuck. He's going to come out here and just try to put on the show. Biggest moment of the year for David Bertans. Absolutely, bro. He's going to try to light it up. (laughs) He hasn't seen this many cameras all year. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bertans. Fireball, but yeah, dude, it's there's like, some shooter shooters in here. Your shooter shooter. Yeah, I like, I like the field this year in this for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. No doubt. You want more the dunk contest? It's a shame. I'm gonna say this about the dunk. It's a shame we can't get more than four players in this joint. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it really and, is. And and it's and it's two guys that probably don't even need to be in it anymore because they were already. Eric Gordon was in one of the best ones of all time with Zach Levine. Dwight yep. already has what? He has multiple slam dunk titles. Multiple, yeah. Um, Derrick Jones Jr., young guy, so that's fine. He would be, He's the type of guy that would be in it. And then we got Pat Connaughton from Milwaukee. Big vertical. I didn't – so – and I, it's crazy because I watched the Bucks. I didn't realize that Pat Connaughton had it like that. Dog, that boy got – yeah. bounce, bounce. Yeah, I know. I, check, I checked out some highlights. I'm like, oh, yeah, Pat Connaughton does have the – and then, you know, I was probably just being racist. I'm not even going to lie to you, man. Yo. So I was look, if, I was look, if I was looking at him and assuming that he couldn't dunk, that boy which is wrong, like you know that? what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, no, I know he's got the he's got. No, the that boy got the, he got the bounce. He got the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Like why? Why do you think? What What do you think the main reason we can't get like John Morant to come do it, or LeBron never did it? I don't know. So I heard Zach Levine talking about it, and he was like, "Yo, there's just certain dudes who, in game, it's all good, but when you put it to them to like have to put together a routine and like the yeah. whole, 
choreography of it, it's like that they, they don't want to do it. You know They're what I mean? Where Zach, yeah, Zach's like, I've been doing dunk contests. Like, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And like, so it's whatever. Like, yeah, I think that that's part of it. But it seems like such a win-win, though. Yeah. Like, if you come out and put on a show, people remember that. If well, you people don't, are like, oh, you don't want to get embarrassed. It's like, who, who nah, cares? No like, one yeah, remembers I don't, that shit, really. I don't remember who loses. Yeah. yeah, Hooper, like, John Morant can come out and lay a dud. And he's still going to win Rookie of the Year. People are still yeah. going to be all, yeah. He's still John Morant, exactly. But, you know, like, yeah, if you're one of these middle players, I remember Gerald Green used to used to do him. And right. that guy, Gerald Green, another, he had the, the dumb ups. He had the birthday cake dunk. Like, yeah. Gerald Green got some of the biggest ups I've ever seen. That's why I always respected Dwight for doing it because Dwight was doing it when he was a superstar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Dwight was an up-and-coming player. Like, Dwight was doing it when he was starting on Sunday. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot you can, you, can, you can give shit to Dwight Howard about, but he was always doing it, didn't care, put thought into it, was like, yo, I'm going to do this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you just don't see these other dudes really doing it. But I don't know why. Like, why, yeah, why, is it, why isn't Zach doing it? Yeah, like, I don't know. You know what happened, bro? LeBron set the president where you don't have to do it. Yeah. Because back then, back then, the boys did it. Like, Jordan and them did it. Dominique did it. Like, the big boys did it. They used to do it. Absolutely, yeah. Could you Why? imagine, like, a, like, a D Rose it. versus Russ in his prime? Like, stupid. Like, D Rose versus Westbrook would have <laughs> been a stupid dunk contest. <laughs> like, Russell was a dunk contest, period. Yeah. So, yeah, man, LeBron kind of came in and said, yo, man, if you're a big-time dude, you, you don't got to do it if you don't want to. And I think they people kind of follow suit on that. I think if LeBron would have done it a couple times, I think they would have done it a couple times for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's yeah, one dude. guy that, what, that, that from the last, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years that never did? Like Kobe did it. You know what I mean? Like those, all those guys did it. Who's a guy yeah. that you wanted to see do it that never did it? <clears throat> Probably LeBron. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I know that's like a. It's not. Even, I mean, it's a cop out, but it's like I feel like if you put his mind to winning the dunk contest, like you would have seen some crazy shit. So LeBron or like LeBron or Russ or D Rose. I like the little dudes, man. I kind of like the little guards that do it. So yeah, that Russ D Rose actually might be the real. Oh, that dude, if D Rose would have done it, yeah, you never. Your point guards that athletic, like yeah, D Rose and Russ, like they both had springs, like you never seen, like D, yeah, D Rose. At his prime, forget about it. Absolutely. Like, forget about it. So, yeah, maybe, yeah, probably D-Rose. Yeah, I need D-Rose. I, need, I, I needed Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook would be a great dunk contest guy. Absolutely. He would play to the crowd. He'd be angry. He'd be the dude that would go up to judges and, like, be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, he would be good. It, if you want the stars to do it, you know what you got to do, right? You got to get the shoe companies behind it. Wait, but wait, put it in a contract? No, you just got to get, you got to somehow get the shoe company companies behind it. They do what the shoe companies said. If Nike wanted LeBron in the dunk contest, he'd, no, he'd be doing the dunk LeBron contest back in the, back in the day. Back yeah, in the day. Back, back in the day. day. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't know, if, man. Jo if Jordan Brand was like, Russ, we need to do this dunk contest. We're going to build a campaign around it. Ooh, ooh. Like, those are, that's who signs the real checks. You know this. They don't work for the team. They work for the shoe company. Oh, man. LeBron LeBron works for Nike. That's his employer. Not the fucking Lakers. Yeah, maybe so. Nike, Nike's paying him for the rest of his life. But, yeah, man. The boys used to do it back in the day, man. Baron Davis was in it. Yeah, boom. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, like. Did D-Wade ever do it? Uh, no, I don't think he did. 
I'm he would have sure, been nice in the dunk. Sure young, young D Wade would have been nice in the dunk contest. Yeah, for sure. I remember when he first came in the league. Yeah, he was like super reckless. Like yeah, those type dudes. Like, I'm, I would, I'm gonna go like yo, next year I need Zion, bro. Yeah, get get a little slimmer. Get a little get be be super healthy. Give yeah. me give me Zion versus John Morant versus whoever. Run them two out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Cra- crazy, like, yeah, cra- yeah. Versus versus the next crazy young dude with crazy vertical. Yeah, that would be. I'd have to like. I'd have to think about like, okay, who do I watch that just like when I watch them, I'm like, yo, the vertical is just stupid. Obviously, Zion comes to mind. Um, but yeah, I have to kind of think about it. But I don't know. Like, Zach should do it. If I'm Zach, I'm like, yo, fucking man, I'm gonna do the three point contest. Like and I'm gonna do the dunk this thing. It's thing, like, man. yeah, this is your thing, man. You, like, you, do the dunk you know, it contest. sucks you didn't make the big game, but like, yeah, do all of them. Fuck it, do the skills competition. Like, I'm available for every event. I'm gonna put on like I'm gonna be the face of the franchise for this thing. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Like, this is my time. Like, go ahead, go for it, man. You should go back and watch the 2005 dunk contest. They got Birdman. With no tattoos, yeah, Birdman was wild. No, no, uh, no tattoo. Birdman is crazy. Um, but all right, who do you got? Who's your pick out of the four that that? Oh man, we got. Yeah, I mean, we went through it, but we got um, Pat Connaughton, go, Aaron Gordon, Dwight Howard, Derrick Jones Jr., Miami. I'm gonna go Pat Connaughton. Why? The year of the buck. It's the year of the buck. It's the year of the buck. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, because big, big he's a taller guy. You know, what I'm saying those big dudes that can do that shit, man. It's uh, you know, the the judges tend to like that. Listen, bro, I'm gonna go Pat Connaughton as well. <laughs> he's gonna get extra points simply because he's a white dude. I'm gonna tell you that yeah. right now. Yeah, people are gonna be in awe, and they're gonna give him more love when he does some crazy shit than than Derrick Jones Jr. is gonna get. Uh-huh. I think just even subconsciously, like, ooh, this white boy, this boy, this boy got ups. Like, he's just gonna get more love. I, I think plain and simple. I think Dwight. What is Dwight gonna do that he hasn't already done in the past? It's gonna be tough for him to come up with some new stuff. But I mean, we'll see. Um, Aaron Gordon was awesome, and he got robbed. He does have that edge where if he's competing, people are gonna be like, yo, he got robbed last time. Let's give him this one this year. He's I really don't like him, him, man. I think he's corny as fuck. Aaron Gordon? Yeah, just corny as fuck. Why? His game or him or every just his whole yeah, his whole demeanor, his whole aura. Whole, whole, his whole. Name, ever since huh? I saw him, ever since I saw him sitting courtside at, at, at the dunk contest a few years ago, he was wearing a super corny fit. Like the whole <laughs> it was just fit was like extra. Like if you're gonna be there, like yo, you need to you need to get the fit on ten thousand. You know what I'm saying? Did but you see was, another night on? It was TNT? trash. Yeah, he's all high. Super high. Yeah, he's there. He's high on his mind. Oh, my God. Shaq is up was on him crazy. Yeah, on him like crazy. Yeah, that was really, really funny. But, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Pat Connaughton just because, first off, the boy has a crazy. I think he has something crazy like a 38-inch vertical or something like that. And he's got ups. So he's going to get extra points because he's a white dude, and he's going he's gonna to try to go out there and get it. I'm going to go with Pat, too. Absolutely. Hey, real quick, before we go to the game, um, I just wanted to pull this up real quick. So I pulled up the All-Star game from 20 years ago. All right. So yeah. just a quick 20, just a quick 20 year rundown of the All-Star, just kind of where we come from. You know, just want, I thought it'd be kind of interesting. Western Conference, 20 years ago, starters, J Kid. Shout out J Kid. Kobe. Yeah. KG. Yeah. Tim Duncan. Yeah. Shaq. That squad is stupid. Oh yeah, they got with J Kid orchestrating. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, stupid. yeah. 
bench. How many Mike assists Finley. did J.K. have that game? I bet you, I bet you J.K. had like 23 assists. Let me see. J.K. J.K. had 11 points, 14 dimes. 14 dimes. Yeah, he, was having, he, was having, he was having the time of his life. In six minutes. <laughs> he was having the time of his life. <laughs> All right, on, the, on the bench, Mike Finley, Chicago legend. Yeah, I seen Mike Finley in the club one time. Shout out Mike um, Finley. Shout out Mike Finley, man. He's Gary probably Payton. around the city somewhere this weekend for sure. He's de- Absolutely, yeah. Gary Payton, John Stockton, Carl Malone. G.P., Sheed. one of my favorites. Love, love, love GP. The glove was still one of the best nicknames ever. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Carmelone, Sheed, C Webb, David Robinson. That West squad was low. There were so many bigs out West. Yeah, that, that, that was a different NBA, dog. That whole different was NBA. Way different. Yeah. Yep. All right. So in the East, AI. These are playmakers. This is by surprising. The way. These are Eastern Conference starter. Like, by the way, Eastern Conference starter when playmakers. he was with the Hornets. Eastern Conference starter when he was with the Hornets in 2000. Can you guess this? Glenn Rice? Also played. I'm, no, I'm going to give you an easy hit. Also played for the Heat and the Lakers. It's not Glenn Rice? No. Um, also played for the Heat and the Lakers. Defense. Oh, Zoe Morning. No. Guard. Come on, man. Eddie Jones. Oh, Eddie Jones. Yeah. Eddie, Jones. Eddie number, Jones was nice. Number six, Eddie Jones. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Jones was a starter. Yeah, starter. When, when you said Charlotte, my I thought it was that order. Yeah, I forgot he even played at Charlotte. I just remember from the Heat and the Lakers. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Jones. Third, Mr. No Hard himself, uh, Vince Carter, the Scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're the only one I know that brings up that shit ever. No I would never let him. I would no never let him live it down. Like that when he gets inducted <laughs> to the Hall of Fame, when he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame, I'm beating that drum. Like, yo, how about that time that Vince Carter straight up averaged 15 points a game in his prime because he wanted to get traded? Can we talk about that? Nobody no wants one, to talk about bro, that. You're the only one I know that ever. Because he skates by up. it. Yeah, he bro, does. he skates by it. Like, it's crazy to me. It's still the most egregious thing I've ever seen. Like, I'd rather you not show up than average 15 points. Like, it's, it's, imagine being on his team. Like, yo, what is Spence doing? Like, what? <laughs> Shoot the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. All right. And then at the next forward, we got Grant Hill <clears throat> at the five. So, check out this bench. Shooters. Ray Allen. Allen Houston. Man, Reggie Houston. Miller. Woo, those some flamethrowers. That's right some flamethrowers. All right. Wee-wee. When we talk about a bucket, even though he was an all-star, Jerry Stackhouse. Bucket. Legendary buckets. Big ups. Another dunk contest legend. He had yep. Stackhouse had the big ups. Stack was nice. Yeah, Stack was always nice. Dale Davis. Dale Davis. Pacers Dale Davis. Yo, yeah. that guy <laughs> would be the worst player in the NBA today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna tell no, you no that right now. Yeah. Dale Davis <laughs> in twenty in 2020s NBA would literally be the worst player in the league. No country for Dale Davis. No funny all. shit. He was <laughs> great right. back then. He'd be the worst player in the league today, Dale Davis. Glenn Robinson. Yeah, bucket. And Dikembe Mutombo. All D. Head coach of the West, Phil Jackson. Head coach of the East, Jeff Van Gundy. Game in Oakland. West one West wins one thirty six one twenty six low scoring AI with twenty six one thirty six one what one twenty seven I'm Man, sorry one thirty seven one thirty seven one twenty six they must have been playing D yeah wow. they used to care man yeah yeah they must have been playing D for real for real co MVPs Shaq and Tim Duncan man I love Shaq man I love Tim Duncan every time I hear Shaq's name I'm like I love that guy. 
Shaq is the most underrated. I think Shaq each year, like each generation, as we forget about Shaq, like people need to go back and watch Shaq highlights. He could not do anything with that. Man. Yeah, Shaq was a super problem. Like when he felt like it, like there was just nothing you could do with him. Yeah, I hundred percent. The major problem. All right, let's move over to uh, the most underrated surprise storyline at the break. What's something that should be getting more love as a surprise in the league this year that's not? I'll let you go first. You want me to go first? Uh-huh. We talked about him at the three-point. The biggest surprise for me that's not getting enough love is Duncan Robinson. Wow. Duncan Robinson, this is his second year in the league. Last year, he started one game and played 15 games. He averaged three points a game. This year, 25 years old, he started 49 of 54 games, is shooting the three at a 44% clip, is going for 13 points a game, and the Heat are, he's a, absolute massive piece for the Heat who are having a great year. I think Duncan Robinson, he's been getting a little bit of love. He's kind of overshadowed by Tyler, by No Limit Hero. But Duncan Robinson is a major problem, and I never, ever, ever would have said that coming into the league or or coming into the the NBA 2020 season, 2019-2020 season, like I'm thinking about and talking about right now. Especially... He wasn't shit at Michigan either. So, like, he's he's really come along. He's in a great spot in Miami. Duncan Robinson should be getting more love, and is not. That's my biggest, most underrated surprise so far this year. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to stick. He's been balling. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm staying in the same area with you, and while they have been getting love, I don't think enough people are talking about it, specifically Eric Spolster on the Miami Heat. Yeah, um, I like I that. I think coming into this year, like, first off, when Jimmy signed there, I was kind of like, man, that's, I feel like that goes against what I thought Jimmy wanted, right? I thought he was going to go to a loaded-ass team and do that whole thing. And just kind of looking at Miami's roster, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, like these guys, right. like it's just kind of a collection of guys. Um, what they've been able to do so far this year at 35 and 19 at the break, um, to me, has been just spectacular. I think Spolster has done a great job with these guys. Like, if you really want to see the signs of good coaching, you got to look at player development and really look no further than, yeah, Duncan Robinson and really further, uh, Bam Adebayo. Like, Bam Adebayo is a legitimate, obviously, an all-star, right? He's going to be for years to come. Um, the way that they've kind of just fit that system together, as far as Spolster is concerned, <coughs> excuse me, as far as drafting well, finding guys like Kendrick Nunn, finding guys like Duncan Robinson, you know, getting the most out of rookies like Tyler Hero, um, you know, Drogic, obviously, just kind of fitting all those parts together, to me, has just been incredible. Um, so, yeah, I think that the Heat should be getting a lot more love as far as how their rebuild went because I, I think it's always remarkable when you can rebuild without tearing it down, and they, they really did that. You know, they obviously weren't a playoff team all those years, but they never really bottomed out, and it's just a smart front office. No doubt, man. A I smart mean, and a great coach. Between great Bam, coach. Adebayo, Harrow, Nunn, <coughs> and Duncan, like, <laughs> man, they put it together. And those are draft picks. Yep. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, those are, those are draft picks. Those are guys you're going out and getting. Um, and then they were able, obviously, to get Igudala pretty much for nothing. You know, Winslow's not playing, and uh, 
Your boy, my man's Deion Raiders. So there, <laughs> there was a tweet by Sometimes Basketball, and this is about Jimmy Butler, and this is dead on. Sometimes Basketball tweeted out, Jimmy Butler was right about the young Bulls players back in 17. He was right about Fred Hoiberg. He was right about Minnesota being soft. He was right about Philly being a team divided. It's about time Butler got some credit rather than always being painted as the villain. It's so dead on. That's 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 Collie. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but Collie yeah. loves Jimmy Butler. I mean, he loves Butler and Tibbs, but he, he was right. He's right, bro. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he Jimmy's been dead on about everything. Well, and I think that guys see that. And if you look at Jimmy and like what he wanted, I think Jimmy wanted to sit. He he's a get it out the mud type of dude. We've been talking about this forever. Like last pick in the first round. Like really grinded to get where he is, like you know, gets the most out of the talent that he did have, and really built the rest. So I think he wanted to go to a place where, like, yo, I need everybody else working as hard as me. And like in Miami with Pat Riley, like, yo, young players are held accountable, veterans are held accountable. Like I was, I forget whose Instagram on, I think it was like Dragic, and he was trick or treating, or like Hero did like a prank and like trick or treated like at his house, right? Yeah. And like in the comments. Hero was like, yo, remember we got body fat testing tomorrow. Like, don't eat all that candy. And I'm like, that's just an organization, man. Like, they got their body fat testing. Body like, fat testing. Know, what? Yeah, all that, bro. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Top, yes. You come to play for us? Like, it's a top-class organization. Be it's, no shape, wonder, it's no wonder that they stay at the top. It's no wonder you get the most out of these guys. You know, like, look, you come here to play here. You get with the program, and we're going to put you in line. I think Jimmy saw that with Pat. And they obviously got the rings, and it's like, yeah, for sure, I need this accountability. It's no flaw that the young players get better, right? Not, not an hurt, accident. Not hurt like our young players. They get better. They don't regress. They get better. Like, oh, don't even get me started, man. I just yeah. whenever I yeah, it's yeah. So top class organization surprise, the heat. happens to produce top class players. What what do you what do you what, what, what do you, what's, where's the surprise exactly? <laughs> so mine is the Heat. I think they need to get more love. Um, I understand all the huge storylines out west and all that, but let's let's talk a little bit about the Heat. I'm gonna and I'm gonna do a little bit of my my uh, a bonus pick for the the most underrated surprise for me is that I'm gonna stop looking at the Bulls as like a negative thing. <laughs> This is going perfectly for us Bulls fans. If they keep this up, they have to make a move. That's how I'm looking at it from now on. This is perfect. I hope we continue to lose, and I hope Boylan continues to call timeouts down 40 with six <laughs> seconds left. Like, keep doing all this clown shit so we could officially remove y'all from the organization. Like, th- that's how I'm looking at it. This is going perfectly for the Bulls. I digress. We'll move on. Since I started, you got to start here. The most underrated disappointment. Something that's been disappointing that hasn't been getting enough light or talked about enough. What you got? So for me, um, this is really, really out of left field. Um, We never talked about this team before on here. But for me, a team that I thought would be headed in the right direction and had young pieces that I actually liked were the Sacramento Kings. Um, I liked Buddy Heald last year. I thought he had a good year. We obviously, I think you like Darren Fox too. Oh man, right? I love the Fox. Yeah, he can play. Yeah, I love the Fox, man. They got they got one of the many Bogdanoviches out there. You know, he's yeah, a player. I love Bogdanovich. Um, <laughs> Bagley, right? Bagley. I thought you know he was going to come around. Obviously, he's been hurt. Um, I hated the Harrison Barnes move. For me, Harrison Barnes is like an overpaid Jay Crowder. Like people keep tricking themselves that he's a good basketball player, but he's not. But overall, man, I just like what they were doing. Man, they had made some nice picks. 
You had the foundation of what was going to look good there. Um, and they've just been a disaster, man. I think they're, what, 21 and 33 right now in the 13th spot in the West. No signs of getting better. It looks like they're actually going to finish with a worse record than they did last year. And uh, to me, that's just been a major disappointment, man. Again, I like I like De'Aaron Fox. I thought, yo, they got something there. Like, Sacramento's going to turn around. But nope, they still got the longest, I'm sorry, second longest playoff drought in the NBA. I'm sorry, the longest playoff drought in the NBA is Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I don't mind that. And I was rooting big time for Peja and Vladi. They, yeah. they they somehow finagled their way into that position. And I was rooting for them just because I love those two dudes. I love when they played, so I was rooting for them. Did I ever tell you when I saw uh, Vladi outside uh, the hotel just chain yeah. smoking cigarettes on the uh, on his cell phone, pacing back and forth? Don't find making a bad trade. <laughs> So, yeah, I was rooting for the Kings. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I mean, on paper, it seems like they should be making some noise a la, like, the Pelicans, right? Like, they should right. be better. Not in the playoff race, but in the hunt, you know. Right. It's making strides. Similar to your pick, I'm going to stay in the West as well. And the most underrated disappointment that I don't think people are dragging them like they should be are the Portland Trailblazers. I was thinking that I was ready to go there. Bro, the Portland yes. Trailblazers are whack. Yep. And they're a bad, <laughs> bad basketball team. They're pretty, they're trash. The Portland Trailblazers are whack. And the only reason they're even staying afloat is because Dame is playing out of his mind. He has to score 50 a night for them to even get wins here and there. And they're still losing. There's no way they should be nine. I think they're ninth in the in the West right now. Currently yeah. 53 and or last year. And then like picking up the whole the whole spectacle of picking up mellow. That's kind of like put them like that was positive for the fans and people on Twitter and stuff like that. They're a bad basketball team. Last year they were 53 and 29, got out of the first round, as we know, that big time shot against OKC. From Dame, we know what happened there. They were supposed to keep pushing and, and parlay that to, you know, maybe even trying to get to the Western Conference Finals. They're 25 and 31. That's two more losses than they had all of last year. And they're literally scratching and clawing for the to, to even be in the conversation for the eight. And they're not gonna catch Memphis. They're not gonna. They're not Memphis gonna, is, is hot. It's on yeah, fire. they they have to beat out <laughs> Memphis, San Antonio, and the Pelicans. It's not gonna happen. They're not even gonna make the playoffs when they were supposed to take that next leap and be cons- actually considered winning a second round series in the West. Trailblazers by far are skating by with 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 not that much ridicule, and I think it's a lot of love because for, for Dame and what he's doing, but. Yeah, that, that that squad stinks. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think the Dame part is a huge thing. I think Dame is one of those. Dame's a good example of like, yo, if you're like, the media loves you, and there's nothing wrong with. It. I think he's a great dude, um, obviously. Um, but if the media loves you, you can kind of avoid that criticism. You know what I mean? Don't let don't let KD be on a team that's 25 and 31, or like Russ. I yeah, say, he, be on a team that's twenty five and thirty one. They, they would get they get murdered. They don't get very much slander, dog, at all. Yeah, not at all. At all. Nope. So yeah. I hundred percent agree. Obviously, the Nurkic injury for them has been huge. They yeah, haven't massive. been able to find any bigs that can play any real 
legitimate yeah. minutes for them. We could talk about Hassan but, Whiteside being man, that guy's uh, Hassan Whiteside is trash, man. Yeah. Like he's one of those guys that if you didn't know anything about the NBA, you would pull up a box score and be like, oh man, Hassan Whiteside, he's averaging. 16 and 14, you know, in three blocks, 62% shooting. It's like, no, you got to watch the game. He's terrible. Um, so, you know, I think that injury's obviously been big, but listen, man, you got CJ McCollum and you got Dame Lillard. Like, I'm sorry. You know, you should be able to find a way to make it happen. I think that's a front office failure. Um, they failed to put the right players around them. You know, they failed to address their issues. And that's, that's kind of where they're at right now. hundred percent agree. They should be a lot better. They're not going to catch Memphis. And they got an issue with New Orleans right behind them because New Orleans playing well, and New Orleans has momentum with Zion coming back. So Portland, New Orleans going for four straight tonight. Portland is ten and twenty on the road. Yeah, terrible. It's awful. You know who else has ten wins on the road? The Sacramento Kings. Exactly. The Phoenix Suns have more wins than Portland on the road. The Pelicans have more wins than Portland on the road. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh-huh. Had nine wins on the road, one less <coughs> than the Portland Trailblazers. So yeah, these are bad teams. These are really bad teams, right? So that's my biggest disappointment. That's not getting the, the they're skating by for sure. A hundred percent. And if and if honestly, if Dame hasn't been playing out bonkers the last what two weeks? Yeah, that'd be, it, be a it'd lot be worse. Even worse. Yeah, it'd be way yeah. worse. So yeah, yeah I. Uh, they're six and four in their last ten. If he's not going bonkers, they're probably three and seven. Yeah, so, they're not going to make the playoffs. No, not they're not. They're not. So that, and nor do I want them to. That I, I don't want to see them. I'm good. You straight off them. Yeah, I'm straight off them, man. I'm fine. I, I feel I'll like pass. That. It's a hard. It's a hard pass. <laughs> All right, let's move off the NBA and uh, we'll do some 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 quick quick touching topics on uh, the Astros. Jameis Winston getting LASIK, and then we'll go to some questions. Uh, Nick might have some words on Steve Stout too, so we could touch that. Um, but the Astros, the owner, they had like a little. They had like a little. They didn't. These guys didn't even take. They had a little makeshift press conference. Didn't take they questions. Didn't even, they didn't even take any time to like set up a, a legitimate like looking press conference. They like put it off to the side in like the concourse. Yeah, and like put a put like a folding table out, <laughs> sat Dusty Baker and the owner out, and put a mic next to it, and just like. For, uh, also, why like is why is Dusty ass. why is Dusty there? Dusty don't have anything to do with this. He wasn't a, he wasn't coaching on the team at that point in time. Dusty in his sunglasses, uh, you know, flick, from dust, flipping from dust, the toothpick like, in nah, his mouth. This ain't right. <laughs> just ain't right. I ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> just flipping the toothpick in his mouth. Shut yeah. Up. Shout out Dusty for getting the check, though, man. Shout out Dusty, man. But I tweeted this earlier. Bregman and Altuve just reek of blatant cheating. Yeah. Everything they say in their face, their mannerisms, every time they open their mouth, I have no doubt in my mind that they were cheating and they were doing, like, like I, I, the buzzer shit was a, the first, when I first heard the buzzer thing, I thought that was, like, super far-fetched. I believe that. I believe they they were doing even shit that we don't even know about yet. Absolutely. Owner comes out and says, the cheating didn't impact the game and we won the World Series and that's that. Why did y'all even just, if you're going to say that, don't even come well, out and say but, shit. But then, did you see that 55 seconds later he said, I never said that the, it didn't affect the yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that. 
Oh my god. The media asked some really good questions. They're like, so if you feel like you didn't cheat, then why are you out? Why are y'all? What are y'all apologizing for? And they were like, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like the 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 media held their feet to the fire, which I thought was really good. But yeah, man, it's it's pretty obvious to me. I mean, I just feel like at this point, he should have just came out and been like, yeah, we did it. Obviously, it affected the outcome of games. Obviously, it was wrong. Like, I, yeah, like I just think coming out and saying it the way you did is like. It's just, it's so corny. It's, it's, it's just crazy to still, like, how could you, you've acknowledged that it happened and now you're sitting gonna, there going to say, like, it doesn't affect the outcome of games? Like, come on, man. Stop what, playing. What, like They're just trying, they're trying to avoid the MLB to take away the, the World Series win, right? But they've already put their sanctions down. It's over with. Right. But, I mean, what, the MLB can't open the books back up on that? I mean, they should have taken away their World you know what Series. I mean? But, like, that's yeah. what I think they're trying to avoid, right? I guess. But, I mean, like, he, he honestly said it doesn't affect the outcome of games. Like, that's crazy. And then, like, yeah, like, you're right. They do that, like, a little makeshift thing off to the side. Like, look, yeah, man, you need dude. to schedule a press conference, throw these dudes in some suits. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Bregman and Altuve. And have them come up there and look like they're sorry about some right. shit. Like, like, yo, whoever like, their PR person is needs to, should... should they, yeah, it, it fucking, was just really bad. Remember when a even when a Rod was lying, it was like a big spectacle. Do you remember yeah. that presser? Yes, it was like it was a it was official as fuck. Like this was some bullshit. When Tiger got caught cheating, he had his mama in the crowd. I'm oh, like, bro, on, he man. came out. Yo, <laughs> Tiger walked out the back crying. Yeah, <laughs> like, these, these dudes are coming off the field like they're like they just took BP. <laughs> Tiger came out the back <laughs> with water on his face. Like, <laughs> like, when, yeah. there's one thing that you could take from Tiger when he came out. He was going through it, bro. Absolutely. Like, when you looked at Tiger when he came out to, to get on the mic, I'm like, yo, this guy's going through it. Well, he, he knew it was coming. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these uh, dudes just strolled up like, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, whatever. He'd ask his lawyer, what's my exposure on this? And right. get that number. He's like, oh, shit. Fuck, I better, I better look like I'm really mad about this <laughs> oh, shit. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we out here. So, yeah, I mean, look, again, like, yeah, they, they literally are, they're in their, they're in their work, their, their practice gear. The owner's wearing an Astros polo. Yeah, bro. Look. Yeah, it, it, the wind it is blowing. Like, it's they just, didn't care. It, it, it's just terrible, yeah. I'm going to say this, like, too. Like, I don't know how I've said this so many times, but go back and look at the steroid era and look at how the people that lied about it, how they're seen versus a guy like Andy Pettit. Andy, Andy Pettit, Pettit got caught, example. admitted it, and you literally forget he's even a part of it. Yeah. He he was like, yeah, I did it. I shouldn't have. I'm sorry about that. And he kept it moving. And no one yep. even brings that shit up. A-Rod and all the other guys that were lying, it's just, it, it looks really, really bad. So, yeah, fuck the Astros. They cheated blatantly, and I'm not, I hope, I hope they have a really, really rough season. Just, like, everywhere they go, this is all people ask them. And every time they're on television, this is all people talk about. And I hope they just have a brutal, brutal year. I actually hope the opposite. I hope they win the World Series, and it just makes it super awkward. Nah, dude, fuck that. <laughs> I don't. I don't really wish that, but I think that that would be funny. That like, would be funny MLB, if they just. How like, would MLB handle like Manfred be stumbling all year? Like, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you handle that? 
like if if Altuve just comes up and unbut- unbuttons his unbuttons his jersey to his navel and just is batting like three sixty five. He's Yo. just up there with his jersey untucked and unbuttoned no, they, and just raking. They hit a walk off home run. They hit a walk off home run off uh, who's dude that snitched Mike Fires. Yeah, that'd be the best. And they throw the bat at him and shit <laughs> like. <laughs> be really funny if they that just embraced really it really funny bro. just took the villain role and just talk shit like a- after they did everything oh yeah really mlb funny. wants them to be bad so you don't have to talk about them at all the last thing you want is for them to be like competing good. for a title and, right? yeah and in the playoffs then you got to feature them you know like yeah you don't want that yeah that's so, pretty funny yeah Jameis winston got lasik surgery bro <laughs> <laughs> When I saw this come across my Twitter feed, bro, I was cracking up. Hey, man, you sure you don't want to get your eyes checked, bro? Like, what what the fuck do you... What what were you looking at all year, bro? Yeah, yeah. when did this become important? And it's been a rumor that, you know, Jameis hasn't been been able to see, like, since Florida State. He was always squinting. It's like, yo, this guy's... Like, does he need to get his eyes checked? And the whole thing was like, no, nah, he he could see up close. He just can't see super far away. He's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, obviously this guy's eyes were in shambles. Like the tweets around it were amazing. This guy should have been playing. This guy was out there playing with fucked up vision. It's yeah. amazing. And, and then he throws thirty picks, and then finally gets it fixed. Like, man, maybe I really should go get this shit fixed, man. Someone said now he'll have 2020 vision instead of 3030. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but for, for that to happen after he throws 30 picks is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Like, it, it, mean, he's been, bro, he's been a quarterback for 15 years. Yeah. Like, your eyes are pretty important. Bro, he won the, he won the national championship, won the Heisman. He's been in the league forever, and his eyes have been fucked up. It's, it, it's incredible. My girl, yeah. my girl wears glasses, and when she doesn't wear glasses, she can't see anything. I mean, like, we try to glasses, watch TV, I... we try to go to restaurants, she needs me yeah. to read the menu. Like, that's just a major problem. Like, this guy was out here playing NFL games, <laughs> he can't see. Shit's blurry, see. it's crazy. Yeah. He's well, not. the crazy thing is he's played four years in the NFL, or five years in the NFL, and no one's ever been, no coach or front office person ever be like, hey, Jameis, man, can you see, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. This guy's walking around the facility squinting all over the place. Like, yo, go get your eyes fixed, dog. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's pretty, it's Shut up, Jameis Winston, man. Jameis is just a character, man. Jameis just stays in the news, man. I'm I'm here for it. He is always, no matter what, it's something, bro. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I just can't do it. (laughs) That was the best He's talking about throwing interceptions. Like, I know I can't throw the ball to the team. I just, I, I just can't do it. I don't know. He just walked. <laughs> he, he literally walked on and was like, "I know it. I can't throw that many picks." Like, yeah, he, didn't just, even, he didn't even take any questions. Or yeah, anything. yeah. Like, I know what y'all want to talk about. I know what y'all want to talk about. Man. Can't throw but that again, many man. Picks. Hey, look, it takes a lot of skill to throw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. Thirty touchdowns, thirty picks, thirty million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Pay bro. I'd take Jarvis over Mitch today. Now I got my eyes fixed, too. I need Autobrit. Yeah. Y'all thought I was throwing that bitch last year. Wait till this year. 100%. <laughs> it's like at Florida State, he didn't wear his glasses the first half, and the second half, he came out with his glasses on. 
Yeah, like that's what it was. Remember every yeah. every game they were down. They 20. were killer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was a that was low key that run that he had at Florida State's probably not appreciated enough just because he hasn't been that killer at, uh, in the pros. But dude, well, he was great. They went what undefeated. And he won in the title, right? They won. They he won a Heisman. And they won a national championship. Yeah, they were like seventeen and zero national championship. He was, a, fresh, Heisman, he was a, a freshman, and Florida State had been out of that. Florida, Florida well, State. Florida State wasn't shit before he got, no. like, they were obviously, they're obviously a big-time program, but Bobby Bowden left. They hadn't been doing anything. Jameis shows he got, up. He got Jimbo SEC money. Yeah, bro. J- yo, Jameis shows up. They get a, they go undefeated, win a title, win a Heisman. He leaves, and they're right back to bullshit. Yeah, and Jimbo, Jimbo gets, Jimbo bolts for A&M and gets that SEC money. Yeah, so. I yeah, need all he, that. He needs some more love for that, but yeah, it, it'll come later down the road. Do you have anything, do you have anything you want to say about Steve Stout? Just a cornball move. Like I rewatched the interview again last night. Like you could tell that this was a dude who was excited about his position and couldn't go away to talk about it. And you go on first take and you just make an ass of yourself. You're talking like we. You're talking like you. You're a big deal in the next organization. You're over here talking about replacing coaches. Like <laughs> you're over here comparing yourself to Drake. Um, man, it was clownish. It was so clownish. And like he's over here. Cause I was, I was, so I could listen to it like when I was driving and I was listening to it on the radio. Cause on this XM radio, you can listen to ESPN. So I was listening to first take and I hear this interview and I'm like, yo, this dude is crazy right now. Like, what is he talking about? And like, he's clearly like carrying water for Dolan, you know, like, oh, he's not a bad owner. Like, I'm like, this dude is so, such a clown. That's the cornball. That's the cornball of the week. Hands down. Like, what are you, what are you on, bro? You're Steve Stout and Puffy smacked you. <laughs> Straight like that. Yeah. So that's 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 where I'm at with that. I know you heard it. Like it was clownish. Real quick, let's 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 fire through these questions and then uh, let's get out of here. All right, man. I got a I got a, I got a quick game of Would You Rather. Let's get it. All right. Well, I'm gonna play it a little bit different, man. I'm gonna switch it up a bit. <laughs> You're starting a franchise. Would you rather have Giannis or Patrick Mahomes? You got a basketball franchise and a football um, franchise. You only get one of those guys. I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes because NFL teams are worth more than NBA teams. So I'll take that. No, take all that. Let's just oh. take all the take all that shit out of there. I'm not no no oh, business wow. no business stuff on it. Talking about just on on field on court, you want the most success for your for your organization, sport wise. Oh man, I mean, I'll take Giannis just because in the East, if he stays in the East. So, for example, say he stays in Milwaukee and they he stays there forever, they're gonna always be in contention to go to the championship when football is so volatile that. It won't be that way in Kansas City, so I, I'll take I'll take Giannis. Okay. He he, he instantaneously makes you a fifty five win team, fifty win. Team. Okay. With so, the, so regardless, take, you're saying regardless, that it's a guarantee for success. Yeah, it's a guarantee. More that, so than that, Mahomes is. Yeah. There's I, more too many more variables. Exactly football. right. Okay. Belichick, Bill Belichick, or Pop? Wow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 
Belichick because I think the uh, the NFL coach has a bigger impact on the outcome of games than the, than the NBA basketball coach does. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you if you get a couple pl- if you get a couple certain players in the NBA, if you, if you get a certain a certain mix of talent, the coach matters, but not like in the NFL. See, I had I had Pop on this just because I've been watching Pop. I mean, Belichick does the same. They both just pull players out of their ass and make them into really good players. But yeah, good. I mean, they're both amazing. I I just went sport by sport, and I think okay. by football you need a you could have a. You could remember I I talked about this not too long ago. You could have the perfect mix of of talent on a football team and no coaching, and your team is in trouble. Right. I think well, in basketball, have, well, look at it with the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Yeah, but I, I mean, they don't have the perfect squad, but they yeah, yeah you, that that's I, I feel like. But good coaching could also elevate you. I mean, if we put a no good doubt. coach on this Bulls team, we could. I don't know if we'd be a playoff team. It would be a lot better. Yeah, I agree, but. I just think football, you need to coach more than you do in basketball. Okay. I got one for you. Theo or Pat Riley? Pat Riley just because his, his track record's longer. Okay. And, <sighs> and he's and he's more smooth and I like I like you like his whole I like his whole aura. <laughs> his whole godfather type aura. <laughs> his whole aura. I like Pat's whole aura, so I'm gonna take Pat. <laughs> Pat more my All guy. Right. Theo's not really my guy like that. Theo's very I'm, good at what he does, but I'm gonna go with Pat. All right, I'm gonna give you one that I think you might have a couple minutes with this, and this is actually in the same sport, and it's actually the same team, man. Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons? They were man. I was just literally talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Um. Uh, who's the better player, or who am I gonna start a franchise with? Is Who that, are you starting to franchise with? But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, man, it's whatever, obvious. Whatever, ben, it's whatever ben your Simmons. prerequisite is to start a franchise is the better player. Yeah, I like, mean, it's Ben Simmons. Blank slate, blank slate across the board. So you have no other players. Like you're just like, man, this is. They're both sitting there. You know, you get to pick them in a fantasy draft. Yeah, I'm gonna take Ben Simmons, and I don't even. Love wow. Ben Simmons like that, but I think the way you mean the guy who you said who'd you say you'd rather take over him? And you say you'd rather take like yeah, give DJ me, McConnell over give Ben me Simmons. Jamal, give me Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray going for thirty every night. <laughs> Jamal Murray a beast. Yeah, um, nice. But I'll take Ben Simmons because the, in this age NBA and the way he plays D like you love, he does play great defense. But the way he runs the floor and can orchestrate it, if you just put him in a in a situation where it was a if you put, if, say you took Giannis off of uh, Milwaukee and, and replaced him with Ben Simmons and kind of let him do what Giannis does, they wouldn't be as good. But he, they would be a, still a very, very good basketball team. If, if you were, if you took Ben Simmons off of Philly and put, say you took him off of Philly all in, in general, they would be whack. So I'm gonna say Ben Simmons. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How many wins does Philly have if you take Ben Simmons off? I don't know. Yeah. I they're mean, pretty bad, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Like they're pretty they're pretty awful. So Yeah, he's a he's a great player. Yeah. I uh and and you see how it looks when MB's not playing and just Simmons plays, they they're still very good. So Yeah, I, I would just, say I Simmons. Can't, I can't get off that they don't use Joel Embiid right. Like I just feel like he doesn't know how to use Joel Embiid. Um, and never really has. I know how you talk about, oh, it's going to slow up the game and all that, but I just feel like you you, you got it. He has to have a certain amount of touches down low because there's just nobody that can guard him. 
Um, yeah, he's a problem so down there. He, he's just a problem down there. And again, like he's so versatile. It's not, it's not like your traditional big man where you're just kick, you have to keep feeding it to him and slow it down. Like you can use him in different ways. I just feel like he, Brett Brown likes to drift him off to the three point line and all types of other shit that doesn't really take advantage of the fact that he's a seven foot freak. Um, but yeah, you know what, man, with Simmons, man, yeah, you might, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably taking Ben Simmons too. And, yeah. And the, the only thing he doesn't do well is shoot and he's not crazy aggressive, but he has been more aggressive recently. And you know, what's funny. He gets the, the Sixers, he plays hard. The too. Sixers are 34 and 21 and they get buried on national television. Portland's 25 and 31. Like I was saying, they have 10 wins on the road and Philly has nine and they don't, they don't they don't get mentioned a tenth a tenth of what Philly gets mentioned. So, well, because yeah. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone thinks that Portland has the same amount of talent as Philly. Yeah, but them. Portland was supposed to at least be top five in the West. I never saw them as top five. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't see. I never saw them as top five in the West. They weren't supposed to be in front so, of Dallas, Oklahoma, and Memphis. That would put them like five or six in the West. No, because the top five in the West is Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets. Right. They're not better than Houston. They're not better than Utah. They're not better than the Clippers, the Nuggets, or the Lakers. I guess they're, I, I mean. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess. But Oklahoma City's played way better than them. Well, Dallas last year, played Portland, way better than them. Portland closed the West. Portland to me is an eight three. seed. They're, they're a perpetual eight seed. Dude, they were number three in the West last year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, well, put it like this, bro. Philly was number three in the West last year and is now can yeah. easily fucking end up number three in the East again. Portland was number three in the West last year and is not going to make the playoffs. And Philly gets buried on national TV every single night. And right now, Philly's slated to play. My if, if if the playoffs started today, Philly's going to play in Miami, which is, could easily be a first round exit. Right, so, easy. You know what I mean? Like I, Brett Brown versus Eric Spoelstra. Oh my God! Right. So that's all I'm saying. That that was my yeah. major. That was my major thing. Um, okay. but we're gonna leave it there. Big Nick the Quick. Appreciate you. We'll be chopping it up all weekend during All Star festivities. So I'm looking forward to that. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch-up sports talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're live everywhere. NoCatchUpChicago.com. Go get you a t-shirt. Chicago Breeze Legends. Everybody enjoy the All-Star game. No catch-up sports talk via Chicago. Let's go.